Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 WGC Dell Match Play Picks, Bet, and Bracket Picks along with our one-and-done picks. The brackets have been revealed, so we decided to go live and do it. If you are watching out there right now, please smash the like button to the episode. Subscribe to Mayo Media Network. That always helps, big time. And after the fact, if you're not watching live in the comments section, please drop in who you think the final is going to be at the match play this year. Also, a winner to give away from the Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets giveaway. Prospect Show drops tomorrow with Gary and Thorne and a very special guest. So once again, please go subscribe to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets, a part of the Mayo Media Network, both video and audio. But the winner of the $100, Ari Richo. You got to get back to me, pal. At Cap or Tap MMA. You want 100 bucks? We're going to have some huge giveaways for the Masters over the course of the next two weeks, so stay tuned to the Pat Mayo Experience to find that all out. Listeners League link, rake free. It's back. Three max entry, $15 to play. Best tournament on DraftKings filling up very quickly. You can find the link in the description of this video and podcast. What else do I got? Oh, yeah, this tournament starts on Wednesday, so I mean, I probably shouldn't have mentioned that because maybe you would have forgot to put in your lineups or something like that. But either way, it starts on Wednesday, so just you know, take note of that. Looks like I'm going to be doing a DraftKings show with Jeff Ulrich uh, that might come out late on Monday evening, but probably Tuesday morning, I'm guessing, to have the, you know, the full day where you can pump in lineups, all that fun stuff. Jeff Feinberg is in studio with me, as he was live last night. We went through all the high-end sports collectibles with Cust, a you know, mini Cust corner. Tim's told a really tragic story about his Coke collection. And we discussed the long-term value of Andre the Giant's game-worn jockstrap. Exactly. Me explaining that to someone this morning was pretty fun, too. Like in your real life? Yeah. Was it your wife? No. I really haven't spoken to her much since we recorded last night. That's fair. It's, she it's was, been like 12 hours. She was asleep by the time... So was my wife. We got a, like a bit of a crossing paths, but no, I should call her. Yeah, everyone go back and check out that show from yesterday. That was a fun one. Uh, And we talked a bit about the tournament. We talked about, we talked about, you know, the NCAA tournament. We recapped the Honda and talked about NFL free agency as well. It was like a talk radio show, essentially, along with, you know, the collectible apps stuff that you can throw in there. I wanted to do the recap last night because I didn't want to talk about it on this show because we have 16 groups to go through. It's tough. I I love this tournament. I I like this too. I like all the preamble to the tournament. Once Thursday passes or Friday passes and we get to the knockout bracket, I stop liking it so much. I agree, but I still 
like it immensely and the TV coverage that bothers a lot of people, like it doesn't me? it doesn't really bother me that much. Because you can watch Corrales at the same time. Well, I didn't even think about that part. Oh, so there could be a lot of golf to bet this week. Oh, yeah. Three Ma- tournaments? Magic Kenya, that starts tomorrow on Tuesday. Uh, there's already the preview show. Skylar Hoke put that up on Mayo Media Network. It's a short one. It's like 15 minutes long. It's the same course as last week in Kenya. Uh, I've already made some bets for that. I bet Guido again at 20 to 1, and I bet some other jabroni. John Catlin at 70 to 1. Those were the two bets that I made. Um, What I wanted to say was come the weekend when there's very few golfers and actual golf shots being played, I think that's conducive to like how 10, 15 years ago I would have hated that. But now with like two kids and like in and out of the room constantly, I I think I could time it up like perfectly on Sunday afternoon. Now I think about it. I can see that. It's not for me. I like the action of shot, 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 shot. Of course. That's all I want. But I, there are, not to steal from Adam Scott, who's not even here. Yeah, why isn't he playing? Maybe this wasn't one of the 12 important tournaments, because I would assume it is. That being said, Pat, um, like he said, there are very few tournaments that actually matter. I love the change of pace here, and I even get a kick out of the shtick in Zurich where they do teams. I, I, don't, I actually do don't this, mind that one so much. We do it week in, week out. I like this a lot, and over the years, it's been very kind to me. This is one of the tournaments I've had some good luck in, so let's let's roll it all back. Yeah, and, I, and we're already basically on the same page like we well, talked about before. This is... So that's not great. I was watching that reveal. I, you know what? I didn't watch it. No, I just waited for them to okay. tweet out the groups. I feel yes. like that was a much better experience. Well, eight minutes in, I kind of stopped and I turned the notifications on and was getting them quickly. It was far less painful. And when they started to come, they came quick. I was like, watched. I had like all my accounts up, ready to make a move if I loved a spot. Nothing changed. Nothing. Nothing. It's tough. And the only guys that I thought got great lanes were like the chalk anyway. And speed. I agree Fitzpatrick, Connors are playing well. Uh, We'll get to it in the break. He couldn't have drawn a better draw. No, he got like the injured guy too. Yeah. (laughs) Which is great. And this is the first year they didn't show us the balls actually coming up and their numbers. So this could have been rigged because they set him up to play JT, which is like one of the actual only dream matches. Is that like DJ versus uh, was the final? Oh, no. DJ can't play. I. I was trying to think of a dream final, but that's for the people to leave in the comments. Yeah, what's, what's your dream final? That's probably a good one. We'll get there, but I guess, like, dream in terms of personal or dream in terms of, like, good no, TV? No. Okay, maybe give us both. What do you think that you would personally like to see as a final? What do you think makes the best? I think that the, the best final for TV ratings is Bryson versus Spieth. Can that be possible? Yeah, Spieth's over on the right-hand side. No, I don't think it is. In group 15, and Bryson's in group 5. Okay, yeah, that's... Sure. I agree. From TV for ratings, you can't beat that. Because those are two of the three players who actually get talked about, and one of them's got broken legs. Tiger. I'm saying there's three players that, like, (laughs) as we like to say, would get talked about on PTI, and one of them isn't playing. 
So sure, I could see that. But what would your dream final be? Because that wouldn't be your dream final. No, it wouldn't be my dream final. But I think that would be the best for TV. I, I would also be super pumped if that was the final. Like, I would tune in and be like, this is going to be great. I, strangely, just because I'm a weirdo, I think that I would want to see... I think I got mine. Siwoo versus Rory in the final. Okay, that is... I just is... think that would be... So, like, if Siwoo makes it there, that means he's playing great. And when he's playing great, he's just, like, nuclear mode the entire time. Okay, that's... Now, it's more likely he goes 0-3 in the first round. But if he escapes, you know, he can go all the way. That's hyper, like, low pro. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> For me, like Hatton Reed, that would be would a good be one. really fun. Like a golf guy, we make the Ryder Cup fun part of it. There's a lot of great Euro. The European Ryder Cup feed was having a blast today. Like because well, all older these guys teammates, got put in one group. Yeah, because so many teammates have great matchups, um, and it's a Ryder Cup year, so this is fun. And hey. Someone's going to turn the wheel when Bobby Mack upsets DJ. People Can't are going to get so hyped for a, for a Bobby Mack Ryder Cup calling. I think he would be good on that team to go to Whistling Straits. Yeah. A lot maybe, of points available this week. Maybe if Peters can win at a, in Putacana, maybe he can play his way out of oh, the team. Got odds already. Yeah, he's the, he's the favorite over there. I hate just, this. Just to throw that out, I actually made a bet over there. Lucas Herbert is 70-1 to 1 in that field. And I think he is the highest ranked player in the field. So I bet him at 70 to 1 with an each way, just to throw Luke that out there. Herbert. With no, I bet him and Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder's 40 to 1. Um, I'm a Herbert guy. Well, Herbert's good. And like he, I think he was the final cut. He's like the last man out for the match play. Played pretty well on the weekend at Honda as well. Just It seems strange to me that he was 70 to 1 despite being the highest ranked player in the field. So I felt like I should just bet it. So I did. You know, I waste my money on crazier stuff anyway. I'm trying to find that event. Oh, yeah, yeah. Places got it up. What was the other thing? Oh, yeah. I wanted to shout out Justin Ray on these stats. I was telling you beforehand that only 33% of the top seeds actually win their group. So that's five of 16 every single year. Um, so it's not like, oh, yeah, no way DJ could ever lose his group. Now, like, really random things happen in this tournament yeah. all the time. Of course. Even the pods didn't change much. In terms of, like, we got random, like, it happened then, just in the first round. Now it sort of takes a couple more days. Your better players get to show up. All these guys are worth too much money. No one wanted to show up for a day. You don't have to, like, fly in for a day. That's really annoying. And it's better for TV, too. I like the pod system. Yeah, I don't mind it. I would argue that the other way was straight fire. Yeah. Charlie, I know. No, Listen. When Charlie Three Sticks knocks out Tiger on the first day, the whole system's got to get a revamp, yes. okay? <laughs> That's exactly the point. Yeah. You can't be losing all of your only draws yeah. for the tournament after one day. There's essentially... Then it turns into the Honda yeah. Classic, which I assume no one watched. Every rule change has like a baseline moment where like it completely flipped the script, and that was that for this. Charlie Three Sticks getting home... Uh, that might have been the Dove Mountain our first year, where day one, with the Dubuisson Cactus. That was but a still, fun one. Yeah, it was a great one. I, I, how come they don't use that venue for anything anymore? That was a fun venue. I don't know. Yeah, it was a fun one. Remember Poulter versus Kucher in, like, the snow. Oh, yeah. I forgot or about Kimer. the snow here. I don't know. They were all wearing their toques. All right, let's jump into this then. Uh, I do want to point out that Moose is currently working on a feature 
for Fantasy National this week. Uh, he's trying to update the generator. So if you want to generate your DraftKings lineups, that it will have a rule set into it that it will take at least one person from each quadrant and no more than two people from any one quadrant if you want to use those rules. So, that, I mean, that's the way to play on DraftKings this week. You don't want to have all your guys in the same quadrant where they're all just going to be out <laughs> right away. So that's the best way to optimally create your lineups on DraftKings. But I'll go over that more on the DraftKings show. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to get yourself 20% off. Highly suggest you do it. I think they're going to load in Corrales here in a minute. At least I sent out a text to load it in because I wanted to go see the stats for that as well. Group 1. Dustin Johnson is the number one seed in this tournament. He is 12-1 to to win the tournament. He's in a group with Kevin Nah, Robert McIntyre, and Adam Long. Bobby Mack and Adam Long, two of the longest shots in the tournament at DraftKings Sportsbook. Adam Long is the longest at 200-1. to Um, Kevin Nah has actually done pretty well with this tournament in the past. He is sort of... If you're not going to have, like, your ultra-talented one seed that just plays great so they win all the time, Nah is sort of the type of player, along with Kisner and Kuchar, basically guys that play well at RBC Heritage, also do really well at this course. (laughs) Like, is is it a guy who hits wedges and can make a ton of putts? That's Kevin Nah. This course is an amazing match play course. Uh, It sets up great. It allows the Bombers to try to do what they do, but it doesn't hold uh, the shot makers back one bit the more tactical shot making putting approach that a lot of these guys get on in our short time here we've seen a collab of of different winners so the winners the past four years since it's been at austin cc day one in 2016 dustin won in 2017, Bubba won in 2018, and Kisner won in 2019. Yes, but I'm also like mentally making notes of guys that went on like really deep runs here as well. Well, the three best guys have been, and they're all in the same group, yeah. weirdly enough, are Kucher, Kisner, and Louis. Louis. And even, uh, I know he's not here, sadly, for me, a different guy, but, you know, we saw guys like uh, Beergard and Norin, you know, come here and have outstanding runs. Yeah, like Rafa, when he was good, played well here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he went real deep. He's like yeah. 90 to 1 in Puta Counter this week. <laughs> I, there's no time to discuss Rafa, but he's a guy that he just enjoys life being a professional golfer. Handsome fella, too. Yeah, he's doing it right. He's got the wife and the kid now, but he's not, um, he's like just doing things, I assume, as opposed to like practicing hard. Okay. I like that you're in depth of what Rafa's up to. Yeah. No, he's enjoying, like, there's a level of success where you're, like, very content in what you're doing and how far it's getting you. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, a certain level of player that completely goes all in because they are desperate to, like, win tournaments and get trophies. So sort of like what happened to Danny Willett after he won the Masters. He was just like, this is great. (laughs) Yes, Let's but he's, he's at a far A. His ceiling was way bigger than like a Scottish Open, or I don't know what Rafa's biggest win Yeah, I think it was, was. the Scottish Open. And, a big comeback. And Danny's had a quality comeback with big wins in the Middle East and a BMW championship. Mm-hmm. So, if anything, he only like shows half-life in big tournaments. Hard, Dan, hard, hard courses are usually his jam. Yeah, he even hung around at Riv until like he completely blew up, like a lot of guys did. That was like at Memorial too. And hey, bless you, Danny. Hopefully, the COVID recovery is strong, and we'll see you at the Masters in a couple weeks. Maybe he'll play next week. I'm not sure. 
That'd be nice. Is he not? Is he in the other field? Yeah. I haven't even looked yeah, at tw- it. He's, oh. he's twenty-eight to one. Oh, really? Yeah. Off of COVID. I guess so. Yeah, sure. Why not? So what are we talking about? I got nothing. I don't really want to make a bet out of this group. No, I'll gonna, just let whatever happens happen. I'm gonna but if we're I'm gonna fill in my out bracket a, as we go along here. We should release the brackets afterwards. I'm gonna take Kevin Na to win this group. Coming off a nice WD at the players. This is my bracket. It's my bracket. I'll take Bobby Mac. Just fading DJ. Yeah, it's no, really. Why stupid. do you think DJ sucks? I don't think he sucks. I'm just sort of making a bracket. As you said, five, only five of 16 in one seeds win? Yeah, on average. Okay, so I'm just doing a little jam here. That's all. Group number 16. I'd be pretty surprised if DJ didn't win. Okay, then why don't you take DJ then? Whatever. Oh, wow. going to look real dumb here. Group 16. Uh, this is the Sung J M top seeded group. They will play the winner of the Dustin Johnson group in the round of sixteen. So it's M, Perez, Leishman, and Henley. I like Leishman. Okay. Wow. Are you writing in DJ now? Yeah. Sorry, I just had a complete redux. Um, Sung J is thirty three to one to win this event. I just feel like this is a good Leishman course. He's played well here in the past. His irons had been rolling. He's hit a stumbling block since we've got to Florida. And Sungjae's irons have been bad, like really bad. He's driving the ball really well, and he's putting really well. And that can carry him at this event, but he's not hitting the irons or chipping well. Had he have done that, he would have won at Honda, but this has been a growing trend for like six weeks now. And he continues to play well, but not great. And he has these like letdown rounds. Like for every minus six round he has, he has like a plus five round. You have the plus five round, one of the first three days, you're done. So I like Leishman. This is a very strange quadrant that I don't really have any interest in investing in. But is there opportunity? Well, we have invested in this quadrant. We picked our winner from this quadrant. Quadrant means four, by the way. Oh, I meant this little, uh, their road, I guess. What would I be calling it then? Just these top two brackets? Because if you actually like someone here and don't think Dustin's going to win, you got to lay some wood but I'm not in that position. Uh, I would pick Henley You like at Henley? the moment. Yeah, this is a total toss-up. I like the confidence he's showing at the moment. I think this will suit him well. Henley is 66 to 1. Leishman's 100 to 1. From a betting perspective, I agree with actually picking a winner then, maybe the Leishman. Uh, I'm not, I haven't really looked or thought about any of them. Yeah, it's tough. It's like, I don't want to chase... It's tough when Dustin's sitting there. Yeah, I don't want to chase a matchup because, as you said, I misspoke on what a quadrant means, and (laughs) I feel like I already have a walking matchup with Dustin to win my bet, so why do I need two of them? Exactly. And that's sort of the problem here with Group 9. It's Webb, Casey, Hughes, and the Gooch. This is one of the weakest, I think... Of all of the quad or of all of the brackets. But Webb doesn't get respect like Webb Web doesn't get respect, but Casey is getting a ton of respect in the betting market. I actually liked Casey coming into the week. He's a good match play player. He's playing great right now. Uh, he has a win in Texas in his career, so he has like three wins and one of them's in yep. Texas. He's been informed for a while. And Webb, you know, if you're ever gonna catch Webb, it's you know at a course with you know not Bermuda grass, but it is short, he can use the irons. He just hasn't looked quite the same. But, like, Hughes and Gooch, like, 
I'm not saying those guys can't win because Gooch has been playing really good golf at the moment, but it just seems like those are the two we like if you could draw like two of the weaker end back end players for a grouping, it's those two. But I liked Casey, but I like someone else in the other group, the harder group, but I like someone else there. So I didn't end up betting Casey. Casey didn't even have value before the pod. Like last night when we were talking or when you showed me the line, it was... Um, he's 25 to yeah, 1 was, right now. Webb is 33 to 1. And he's also Tim's one and done. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll write down Casey in terms of winning this group. I, like you, feel like the number is... He's tempting. The number is short. I went to the wall with him at the players. Uh, you know, there was a moment where I thought it was possible, like Casey does. He's a tease. Uh, you know, tickle the sack once in a while <laughs> for me. Uh, and I thought the player's number was short. Like, shorter than I thought. Like, oh, they're on to Casey. Because it was like 55, when to me it should have been 75-80. Um, based on what we normally get Casey for in big events. Because he doesn't carry much win equity respect in the betting market. If Gooch does well here, he can get him. This is the last week to qualify for the Masters to be inside the top 50 in the world. What's he got to do? I think he needs to make the round. I think if he makes the round of 16, he can get there. I think that's enough points. I think. I don't know that for sure. I think it also depends on who makes it and who doesn't. But he can get himself in. Be good for him. They don't give spots, though, right? They don't give a spot for, say, like Tiger and or Brooks. For what? Like, if they're in the top 50, the Masters. I mean, Tiger can't not be invited. I mean, once they decline an invitation. Did they decline an invitation? No, no new spots open up. Yeah, like you, yeah. you, you have to qualify. Like for this, as an example, to fulfill the tournament, new spots open up. Yes. No, the Masters does not work that way. You, um, you have to qualify for the Masters. If you don't play, then no one takes your spot. On the side note, a lot of nervous Brooks Kepka future betters, I guess, now. Yeah, people don't seem to understand that. Maybe you need to learn the hard way when it comes to future bets. That I do think if you cry enough, you'll be fine. I really do. There's so much competition in the marketplace. Maybe so. And so give a guy his 50 chip back, his 100 chip, his 20 chip. He's just going to reinvest in another guy that's going to likely like lose the Masters. No offense. like You know it, what I mean. But do we know for sure that Brooks isn't playing? No. But he's, you know, he's he just he, had he's now put it in doubt, apparently. Well, I mean... He's the, like, no, I think the words were, the decision is now out of his hands whether he can play in the Masters. So that's a scary thing to hear. Sure. If you own a ticket. Yeah. And usually how future bets work in golf is that if you bet someone, like if you bet someone the week of and then they withdraw before the tournament, you will get your money back. That is a refunded bet. You also can't bet that guy until Monday. So the books feel a sense of obligation to for give you. you. Yes. When you're betting the future, it would be like betting a guy to be president or a guy to win MVP. They can get hurt. They either they win or even, they don't win. They it doesn't matter even, if they play or not. They don't have to run. They don't have to run for president. You can bet him to be president. It's sort of this goes by the same thing. Yeah, like you don't get your money back if Oprah doesn't run for president. Yeah. <laughs> um, or yeah, she's not on a ticket. Exactly. So future wagers can be graded differently, but that's the risk you take when making a golf bet months out. And as we always say with the Masters, you got to be careful. Because I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, we were like ready to bet Cam Champ to win the Masters. Books had him at like 40, 45 to 1. And he didn't even qualify. didn't even qualify. <laughs> I was taking side head-to-heads on the internet, him versus Kuchar. 
who would have crushed him because he had a good week. See, you should have got paid on your bets because Champ didn't play. I had to, we had to sort of, it was unfortunate. Um, anyhow, yeah, so the future wagers, I do think with the competition in the betting marketplace, books aren't really looking anymore to like weasel a, a little nugget from you. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you'll be okay. Group, I hope for you. Group for me? No, for people that may <laughs> made the bet. Group, if he doesn't play. Group eight is Hatton, Westwood, Sergio, and Wallace. I think this is the best group. This was really annoying. It was, because we both like Hatton in the spot. We both bet Hatton at 35 to 1. So I'm going to pick Hatton to move on. I actually think that Sergio is the one you need to watch out for here. Sergio's striking the ball really well. Can he make enough putts? That's to be seen. But like I said, Heritage is probably the closest thing, at least going over time to see who has played well at this event. And obviously not a lot of people play at Heritage. Although last year they did, which is nice, and Webb won. So maybe we shouldn't be short-siding Webb in this situation. Different putting surfaces, yes, but both Pete Dye courses, both kind of set up the same where shorter hitters and longer hitters can both play at their own styles. And if they're playing well, that they're going to win. Hatton played well that week. Sergio Tita Green was amazing at Heritage Live. But that happens to Sergio once every five events anyway, where it's like, oh my God. He's, he's vintage Sergio, and he drops like 10 strokes. Button. Listen, you just make him putt out. <laughs> yeah, every time. You just make him putt out. That's the move with Spieth, by the way. Make him putt Spieth out. Spieth is going to drain his 50-footers. you got a two-footer. It's yeah. like, no, that's no gimme. That's what I'm worried. A, a nice guy like Finau is going to give away four-footers. Well, well, no one would give them to him. Well, and he, we, can, we can get there in a moment. This group makes me nervous. I'm committed. I made the bet on Hatton, and I would be committed to him blind. Like, in this format, on a Pete Dye course... Uh, and I would argue, Pat, if you took every pod and put, took the best historical Pete Dye player out of it and kept like going, I guarantee you your bracket will hold up. I have no doubts about that. I'm not saying I am doing that. I mean, Sergio is a really good Dye player as well. Of course. The players win, players finish line, heritage, great success. He's had a lot of great success. So I, I don't like this group. I don't like it. And even Wallace in a different spot. I would have liked, I mean, but he's not playing well, and he's kind of admitted that. So, well, I shouldn't say that. The, the tricky thing about Wallace is that round to round, he has no consistency, but he can he goes so low when he gets hot, so low that it, this is a really terrifying group. And Westwood's playing great, but this would be what the fifth week in a row for Westwood. He's an old man. This would be a lot of golf for a lot of the old guys. Let's not forget that it's three rounds. Five, seven rounds to win? Yeah. It's a lot of golf. It's a lot of golf. So in terms of outright betting, um, you got to think about guys who want 36 on the weekends. That's a lot. Even Tiger got beer guarded. Yeah, but then someone like Kisner wins. Yeah, of course. So, or Day. He, he went seven consecutive rounds without having like a vertigo attack, and he won. It's always a risk, and we'll have our fingers crossed again. Yeah, so that's the northwest quadrant <sighs> of the bracket. Let's drop to the southwest quadrant. Bryson is the five seed. Fleetwood, C, woo, and Rosner, hardly newer, got in by making a 70-foot putt two weeks ago in Cutter and got himself up into this field. He is the bottom seed here. I mean, for me, it's Bryson or C, woo. Bryson feels like he'd be really good at match play. He won the U.S. Am. Um, I, did he compete in this two years ago? I can't remember at all. 
obviously he's a much different player now than he was then but he's playing great obviously coming off a win and it feels like there's a certain mentality that you need for match play and it feels like if anyone's able to kind of like you know like Poulter and Graham McDowell and like those type of guys even Patrick Reed good match play players but it feels like Bryson can kind of gear his game towards that doesn't it seem that way uh he's that good so but I like there, that... there's all these short par fours. He's like, well, fuck it. If I hit it out of bounds on this hole, I lose a hole. I'm not losing eight strokes. So why don't I just go for it every time? Maybe, or he'll just be like, you know what? Well, I'll play it like the players. I'm just gonna hang back. And it's kind of like he's played well at Heritage in the past. He just played well at the players. Had a disappointing final round, but you know, no one wins every time. That's he'll, kind of the he'll thing. be fun to watch. Like down three on the back nine. Yeah, because he like, has that uh, other gear. But he'll like, okay, I gotta win the hole, so let's drive the green. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna take Bryson from this group. It's hard not to. That's like, but like, see, Wu I'm can get see, Wu can get so, and it's a Pete Dye course. Yeah, listen, that's the part about the match play. You could shoot a five under, someone shoots a six, and you just lose your match. You get no points. Well, some jabroni just made points for a plus two day because he beat a guy who shot five over. Bryson's the betting favorite, tied with Dustin at twelve to one. So Bryson. Dustin and Justin Thomas are the three betting favorites on DraftKings Sportsbook at 12 to 1. The other guys in this group, where is Siwoo? I don't even see him on here. Oh, there he is. Siwoo Kim, 80 to 1. Fleetwood was 50 before he got this draw. I would suspect by the time the books totally recalibrate, I don't know if your fresh print job is like a full recalibration that might happen through the day. He's still at 50 right now. That's got to go up, as would all the guys who drew Bryson. Maybe. Is is Bryson getting that level of respect right now? Because like, I would think it would make people not, when the books see who like they're taking zero bets. Oh, people, on a pe- player. people will bet Siwoo this week. No, I, well, I I I wasn't sure of the Siwoo number. Obviously, as you know me, I looked at what Fleetwood's number was before they had a draw. Certainly, he didn't get in a good draw to make me even consider it. And I don't like they could bump it up. It still seems like I don't want to pick on Bryson in the same way. I don't really want to pick on JT or DJ. Or, yeah, or that's what I meant, DJ. JT might actually that that's going to be a fight. That, that's a that, tough group. That's a fight. Um, so Bryson for both of us moving. Yeah, on? yeah, yeah. But I do think there could be an opportunity to the winner of the next group. Yeah, whoever it, it is. Th- this was the discussion that I had with you before we came on. So Group Twelve, the Finau Group. It's Finau. Kokrak, Zalatoris, and Fratelli. Fratelli is the last man in. He's the 64 seed. I think that there's value to bet on Fratelli here. He's the second to lowest guy in the field. Him and him and EVR are actually both 150 to one right now. Like this group is good, but it's not great. Like Finau is an overrated player. Zalatoris is an overrated player. Kokrak's actually probably underrated at this point. But those top three are like I think they're a lot closer than people think. What are you looking at there? The Justin Herberts, man. Kicking butt. Oh, good. You get back your jerky money. Yeah, well, that's... I don't know if Oregon basketball correlates to um, his investment portfolio or mine, but quack, quack. Okay. I just don't think that Fratelli's that far behind these guys in a match play scenario. Like, obviously, Finau is the best player of this group. Zelatoris has the potential to be by far the best player in this group. But they're all guys that just... They don't hit that ceiling all that often. Uh, 
they can all go pretty low though. And they're like, all they're and, all but they're all three guys who kind of suck at putting. <laughs> yes, that would so, hold that would hold them back, but in the end, despite their putting weaknesses, like these are guys just like, "Oh, match play putting is so important." But um I mean, just like, I don't know, score your rounds. Like, these guys both, all four of these guys, like, are capable of scoring, like, really well. I like the Texas angle with Fratelli. Just, he tends to play really well in Texas. Went to college in Texas. You, you, used to it. And I don't think that he's as far behind these three, these three guys in particular as the odds indicate. I don't think that okay. he's going to win. But I think at 150 to 1, if you can get, like, 150 to 1 guy to advance in the bracket... And you can get another guy from the other side. You're like, oh, I can hedge out of that 150 right here and then play my number on the other side. Like, that's on the table, too, if you can get one of these long shots. And 17% of the lowest-ranked players in these pods win. This this strikes me as a group where that could happen. Now, who knows what's going to happen at the same time. But you catch the bad Finau putting around, he's cooked. you got to make a couple calls. I mean, that's how this thing works. And the other part of it is... Obviously, there's a betting public, don't look at me, that respects Finau. And people um, like Zalatoris, well, too. Yeah, hear me out. Like, what is Finau this week? You, talk 20, into the, you have to talk into the 25 to 1? Yeah. Yeah, 25 to 1. So, to a certain extent, there's a, as much as there's a portion of the public that, that respects Finau um, from a betting perspective to have numbers like that, despite the win equity... There's also a large portion of the, I would say, the niche people we speak to who like are frothing at the mouth to pick on on him in a group where he's a favorite. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? And 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 I would agree. Zalatoris also um, adds a bit of fuel to that fire as a very popular player. Kokrak, Kokrak never is, gets respect he's under, and is incredibly interesting here. I don't have the guts to do it because I do agree to make a bet. It does feel like Fertelli and the Super Bomb might be worth the shot based on you mentioned the 17%. We see these guys like go. So it's like anything. I know like the NCAA bracket's gotten real stupid this year, but in terms of filling out a bracket, like you gotta. Pick a couple. Yeah, what are you going to do? Take happen. the top sixteen guys. Yeah, no. you got to make a couple because, as you said, thirty-five percent of one seeds advance, seventeen percent of four seeds have advanced historically in the pod system. That just shows you the like. It's pretty much like a really crappy MLB division. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a favorite who should win, but the disparity is so. The margin is is really not there. Well, the margin is so slim because it's a it's three events, and like if the bottoms, if somehow Fratelli beats Finau, like he's in the driver's seat, even if Finau goes two and one. You know what I mean? Because he'll hold the tiebreaker over Finau. Are there tiebreakers? Yes. I know we always argue this. Is head to head a thing, or do they actually like I, I play believe, a? Th- no, I, I, head to head's a thing, isn't it? I thought I it was. Know, only- we, you know, we do this every year, man. I feel like they change the rules. <laughs> Because they also, I saw the guy talking about a tie situation. I think it's a playoff. I, I, I thought there was, a, if it was a three-way tie, it's a playoff. Or if the players tie, like had a draw in their match, there would be a playoff. I assume. Why wouldn't it be head to head? I don't know, but this is a conversation that's going to be happening all over the all over. Right, yeah, we'll our, let, we'll let Twitter. Yeah. You guys tell me what the truth is. Um, if I actually think that Kokrak, being the best player on Pete Dye courses of this bunch is super interesting, but the odds weirdly respect him this week. He's only 66 to 1. 
I wanted a bigger number on him for a field like this. And if I can get Fratelli at you know two and a half times his price, well, I think the Kokrak is better than Fratelli and probably beats Fratelli. I don't think that happens you know two and a half times. I don't think he's that much. Like I said, I don't think that Fratelli is that much farther behind these three guys as the odds indicate that he is. I like some other potential guys in that Coke Rack price range. So I'm passing on him for the purposes of my bracket. I'm going to write in Tony Finau's name. I would love to see a Finau versus Bryson. I'm going to write. Finau versus Bryson would be That fun. would be a great match. So that would be a fun way to start your Saturday. And Fratelli can out-nerd Bryson in the next round with his nerd glasses. Bryson won't know what to do. There's all I, I love uh, the this is where like Keegan and and uh, fought Miguel right in match play and and uh, Bubba was hawking someone over a cactus uh, or like you know putting you on the clock. I like it. I love it. So the thirteen seed group is the Hovland group. So it's Hovland, Answer, Weisberger, and Streelman. Are we all going to be suckers and just write an answer? Yeah, I've written, already written it. I'm tempted to bet it. It's a bet I've been looking at since um, last night on the basis, Pat, of what were we joking about a couple weeks ago with partial truths. That Abe Answer in, on Pete Dye courses now gets that auto Kisner, like, not even really want to think about it. Can we just call him the new Kisner? Yeah, I just gonna, we're on a Pete Dye course, so I'm auto betting answer, and I'll worry about the other stuff after. Um, but I didn't do it before the pod. The number didn't really change that it's, was it's available to me. 55 to 1. Um, I don't mind it. I, I, always seems to score great, whether it be PGA West. He had a nice little charge at the players to finish respectably well no, he had a bad sunday oh. well, there was a moment where he finished like, inside the top 20 again. okay then sure a lot of guys had bad moments i'm top 20 if i saw him top 20 that's enough for me to call it a nice little respectable way at the players um i don't know it's been a while if this tournament happened last year we all would have been talking about how great he was at the president's cup until, like, it, until he the, got smoked by tiger Sure. But he, that, he was great at the he was, yeah. Just like Louis was, he was as well. So, I think they were a team, weren't yeah. they? I'm not sure, but we don't really have that like great um, like history of match play, so I go to that President's Cup. But again, if this event was played last year, we would have referenced that President's Cup being that great, fun team event we just witnessed. So that's the 13. No no love for Hovland, Weisberger, or Streelman? They could all, I mean... Hovland's kind of scary in this format, too. Weisberger, all three of... Put it this way. This is like... I would call this the Eclipse group. Because all these guys like have this Eclipse hot quality. Oh, yeah. We, There's we, levels of, 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 of... How do I put this? Ability to bring it out. Well, we, and did we just, where did we just see it with Streelman? It was on a Friday like two days ago. Well, was it at Honda? Yeah, I was like, whoa, a Strowman Eclipse on a Friday? It, it happened in uh, round four at Pebble, too. He yeah. made like six in a row or something. Oh, God. And then if anyone has ever bet Euro, you, uh, you know how hot Weisberger yeah, it's gets. It's like eight under through 14 holes, and you're like, oh, they're still par fives. This guy's a machine. Yeah, then, then he'll go like bogey, bogey on the par fives. No, what the hell is going on here? And, and Victor the, is... The other one to look at for this event, I would say, besides Heritage, is probably RSM. Would be the other event. And Weisberger had a nice showing there last time but, around. You know, I got to say, I'm writing this. It's my bracket. I picked that fun way to have a Finau Bryson. This would be a fun Victor Collin. 
Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, that, I don't that, know if we haven't gotten the, there, but sing, that's why yeah, that is that, the single best round of sixteen matchup? matchup that we could have on paper. Yeah, I, I, I would love to see fucking Morikawa uh, dust him, dust him like nine and eight. <laughs> fuck you, Victor. Go smoke uh, some more because weed. Because I know that's where we're going next, and Victor is the purest of the pure. And oh boy, oh boy, like assuming the first two days of this pod goes to like favorites, Script? yeah. We get that Victor answer for the win match on Friday, which would be great. Like that would be that would be one that I'd be hyper interested in. Uh, I didn't wake up this morning wanting to pick on anything that involved Victor, but answer is incredibly tempting, man. Incredibly tempting. I'm taking answer to move yeah. on. So that's me. Oh, I'm, I'm even winning the whole thing. He's tempting to me. Fifty-five to one's not great. For a guy who's never won before. I guess, but he was like 70 at the players. He's 80 at the players, but yeah, I, I get your point. I, I guess he can make a case, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, listen, there's only 64 guys. I'm going to bet like four, five, six of them. It's hard, man. I know. You gotta, it's hard. I, I only have the money in on the two of them so far. It's hard. And so, Hatton's one of them at 35 to 1. So the, the four group is the Morikawa group. So it's Colin Morikawa, Billy Ho, Max Homa, and JT Poston. I think Horschel or Poston win this group. Poston is weirdly the perfect player for this course if he plays like regular JT Poston. The only places he plays well at are Pete Dye courses, and he's like all wedges and putters. That's his entire game. Like, why can't he go Kisner here? It's like, oh, JT Poston making every 15-foot putt. That's the only way that he makes the weekend ever. Just do it in a round here, and you're fine. Good short game, good putter. He's just one of those guys. He's won at Wyndham. He's come top 10 like three times at the Heritage. He's played well at RSM in the past. He's the 63 seed. He's also 150 to 1. I don't think that he wins like the. So tournament. you would like a. You would. If you. You like Fertelli more than JT in terms of an outright? Yes. I, I, I think that Fertelli could win. Like he strikes me as some like. You could make the case that anyone from that grouping, the Frite- the Finau, Kokrak, Zalatoris, and Fratelli, I could see all four of those guys potentially, uh, you don't, potentially winning this here. tournament. Morikawa's far got a far stronger grip than Finau does on on a pod. Yes. Yeah. Like I, if, I see what you're if Morikawa advances, I could see Morikawa winning. If well, Poston advances, I don't know necessarily know if he's going to win the match play. But I think that he could advance out of this group. But Horschel is kind of tempting too. Because he's also exactly, he's sort of like the better version of JT Poston. He's going to strike it pretty well if it's a week where he's making putts. Who's Because that's part of this, too. Like, does your putter run hot enough over the course of five days in seven rounds where that could happen? Or the day it's not running hot. Can you, you bail you're, yourself you're, you're, out? You're, but the or guy can you get lucky? Yeah, the guy you're playing against is running just as cold. Just like the, like when Bubba played Norrin in the semifinals. Oh, it was and like Bubba, like, played okay, yeah, yeah, and Norrin shot, like, like, 80. Yeah. <laughs> And, and that happens. That happens. Guys hit a wall. Um, I'm picking Billy. I'm writing in Billy. Had I picked Victor in the group above, I would have, for just a visual stare at stake, have picked Morikawa. Morikawa just to look at that and that potential matchup. Morikawa's 18 to 1 to win this so, tournament. So you're saying the books have caught on to your friend? I, I think that they are now pricing him properly for yeah. the amount that I he mean, wins. For a conversation, I'm sure we're going to have in a little bit. <laughs> For a conversation we're going to have in a little bit, like, you know, now he's shorter than Rory. Yeah. And I know there's a whole... 
He should be shorter than yeah, Rory. Yeah. <laughs> but it's we're now here. There's no more Morikawa disrespect. He's not even tied with Hovland, who I suspect is 25. He is 25. He's like the same as Casey. Yeah. And Xander's back down to 25 kind of thing. There like, could be. This could. We'll get there. I mean, we're both betting against Xander. So. Oh, I, I'm saying, but I can <laughs> make. Okay. Yes, I'm just saying maybe this format is good for him. Is good for guys like Finau, like Zan, like just play in front of you. Like what's in front of you? I would say more so for Xander because Finau. Yeah, but wouldn't you even say that it actually works to their disadvantage because every time they can see the finish line in front of them, they collapse? Yes. They're like, oh no, I'm down one. Ah! I agree. <laughs> Finau has a fatal flaw in that he's not nearly as good of a putter and in the end match play really does count on force putt make big putts big saves or pressure holds what have you even from distances that cause him a bit of trouble xander as i have said pat i know nothing to base this on but i'm kind of feeling that his very the event schedule he plays which is like outside of adam scott is probably one of the and he's probably in a different class than Adam Scott now is. So of the really like high-end golfers, he plays probably as less, less than any of them. Um, and he plays the hard schedule. And I'm going to get this out here now in that I debated with you that maybe his ability to do everything really well, but nothing like freaking fantastic works here works in a match play more so than a, a stroke play where it does really seem like in those big events, it's, one of those guys taking their AA plus skill set by the balls and delivering with it, whether it be Bryson, whether it be JT, whether it be uh, Dustin. When we see Rory win again, it's going to be the things they do like A plus as to why they win. Well, Xander's like, I do everything really well, gets him those really close finishes. I think that's well said. And I think that's why if you ever see that Xander ends up winning a major, it's probably going to be the U.S. Open. Because it so doesn't have the, to be a birdie party. Like yeah, what? that is the perfect skill set for a U.S. Open. Yeah. Just kind of be good at everything. Yeah, Luca, yeah. But yeah, even someone like Lucas Glover, yeah. like who is good tee to green, even still he's good tee yeah. to green, and it's a week where he made some putts. And that's like the only bad putter that we've seen win this event is Bubba. But you know, Bubba, I think that you can almost throw any stats out with Bubba. Either he's got it or he yeah. doesn't got it. He's one of those guys. Yeah, when he's feeling it, everyone's in. But like Kisner's a good putter. Day is a good putter. DJ is a good putter. Even look at the guys that have made the finals against them. Louis a good putter. Kucher's historically a very good putter. Uh, yeah. Rom is a good putter. Like yeah. you know, they don't putt well every single week, but on on mass, yeah. they do putt. You well. can win a match. You can win two matches. You ain't winning seven in matches without being a putter. And I would wonder, the guys that have won, uh, like, do they, have they had the mulligans in the pods, or they usually just sweep the shit out of it? I don't know. You want me to go back and look at that right no. now? No. You can do some research from time to time I, if you have yeah, questions. you're right. I could. I could just follow Justin Ray or something, <laughs> which I do. All right, there, we're there, on the other side, or what? Uh, no, so you're uh, taking Billy Ho here? Yeah, I don't. I'm just... Are we just overlooking Homa and how well he's playing? Yes. He played what, a lot did, of, what, he missed the cut of the number on the players? Is that what happened? After a really late moment, as we were talking about it on the Cut Sweat show, he kind of was still striping it. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's unfair, because I'm going to bet another guy who couldn't hit a putt at the players, and maybe I should be betting Max Homa, but I'm, I'm, gonna go I'm with, not. I'm going to go with Poston to make my road for answer easier. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking <laughs> Billy. 
it's time once again to tell you all about Magic Spoon. Growing up, cereal, one of the best parts about being a kid, but ever since I switched to Magic Spoon, I don't mind eating some cereal anymore because it's not full of sugar, that other junk that you don't eat. It's a great snack. It can be a great breakfast. And I've been trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food in general. So that means I basically can't eat anything. And, you know, I tried protein shakes and, like, powders. And, listen, I'm not a bodybuilder. That stuff's not really for me. But I did find this was a delicious way to get my protein before and after workouts. So that's working out for me. There are zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving of Magic Spoon, and only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And we've got exciting news, friends. Magic Spoon will be releasing two amazing new flavors this month for a limited time only. We're talking about cookies and cream and maple waffle. That sounds awesome. And if that isn't the most comforting, indulgent combination, then I don't know what is. This is the ultimate treat-yourself combo. So make sure you get some while you can for a limited time. Or just build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are coca, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. I recommend fruity because those are awesome. I would just get fruity and eat those all of the time. If you're listening from Canada, Magic Spoon now ships to Canada as well. And you can do other things by mixing stuff together. Mix cocoa with peanut butter and it tastes exactly like a peanut butter cup, except it's super nutritious. So you have that going for you as well. Go to magicspoon.com slash mayo to grab the new limited edition cookies and cream, maple waffle, or a custom bundle of cereal to try today. And be sure to use my promo code mayo at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is good now anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, but only when you use our code mayo at checkout. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash mayo and use code mayo to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. All right, so let's go to the Northeast Quadrant. Uh, Group number two, the group of death, I would think. It's either the Hatton Group or the Justin Thomas Group. So it's Thomas, Oosthuizen, Kisner, and Kucher. I think this is the group of death only because this is the one that they, like, released beforehand to bring attention to it. Just as we mentioned off the top, Louis, Kisner, and Kucher are, like, the three best players in this event since it moved to Austin. Yeah, and a super elite off a player's championship. championship. So it's a it's great... A good, it's a good week to bet against Justin Thomas, I think. It's a fun group. Justin's going to have his work cut out uh, for him. And I think his putter sucks enough that he can get into trouble here. I don't know about you, but I'm sure a lot of people were, like, sneaky wanting to see where guys like Kisner and Kucher would dry into as potential um, worthy, worthy selections. But now you're just like, whoa. What do we do with Kisner and Kucher? Like they're, they're not like Kucher's just not playing. No, good I don't. At all. I don't want to touch this group. I don't want to bet on it. But like, even to pick, to, I'm going to pick Kisner to win it. Screw well, it. I saw his interview watching the show, and I that's so that's why I'm picking him. And the fact but that I'm he going, wins his group every year, I'm going by nothing. And um, yeah, I don't know. 
Is anyone worried about Louis like double barrels on the weekend? Yes, he's had, he's I, had I'm, wor- I'm worried about Louis with this. the Masters in two weeks. Like he'll play well. We'll see how hot he gets. But you know, if he wins the group, no one's surprised. But I don't want to. I mean, I guess even having the outright win discussion on Louis seems kind of pointless anyway. But I'm not there. He's forty to one. Justin Thomas That's is twelve crazy. to one. Kisner is crazy. what forty to one? Yeah, for Louis. They're baking in course history for him at this event in particular. He's made the finals and semifinals twice, I think. Like but He's been really good. I guess. And, I mean, Kisner's gone win, runner-up, or his last two starts here. I would argue a lot of these odds we're talking. I don't know if the books are going to reset much. The odds board was tough this morning. It remains tough after the draw. But some guys are going to take zero action, and they've got to get their numbers put sure, up. Sure. If there's a guy that you like that isn't a popular pick, just kind of wait. A day. I mean, I think, this, yeah. this starts on Wednesday morning, so you don't have. Yeah, much don't wait time. too long. But like, it's hard to envision their line getting like shorter. Uh, day's line's gonna get shorter. I think day's gonna be a popular yes, bet. yes. That is already getting shorter. I'm happy to be there. So Kisner for us. Any love for Kutcher? Yeah, by the I, way, Kisner's sixty six. I could make a case, but I don't want to. Okay. Next group. The Matthew Fitzpatrick group, shocking to see him as a one seed. I, I totally forgot he was this, you. This, this whole, there's questions. So Fitzpatrick, questions. Wolf, Connors, and Spieth. Tim has already predicted Corey Connors will win this group. Now, there is a case to be made for Corey Connors. Good Pete Dye player. The approaches have been sizzling with him. He's making putts. The putts. But if you watch Corey Connors play, he either hits to 30 feet or 2 feet. Now, he misses a lot of those two-foot putts. Maybe they'll just give it to him. Yeah, go ahead, Corey. It's your putt. And he has one in Texas. That's I, where his one win came. I like Corey maybe too much. Okay. Uh, I haven't pulled the trigger. Doesn't um, Fitz seem like a complete match play type of player at a course where Fitz, his lack of length isn't going to be a problem for him? Where Kisner won. And, like, originally he used to kind of be that player. But, um, sorry, not a player that we kind of make some comps too, I think it sets up perfectly for him. I made the joke because, as a guess, a the four seed guy in the group, I would argue Spieth got as good of a draw as he could get. I understand Fitzpatrick how well this could work for him and how fancy he's played lately. Uh, I understand how fancy and well Connors has played lately, but for Spieth not to have to like stare, um, DJ. Or Thomas. Like, okay, yes, Fitzpatrick is going to be on this Ryder Cup team, I believe. Yeah, I don't be. want to lock it in, but I'm... Well, he won the race to Dubai last Yeah, so year. I would confidently then say he'll be on it. I wanted Spieth to have to, like, go head-to-head with somebody, like, a re... Like, I wanted a pod where he had to... Put him in with a Rory. Win, like, prove your worth by winning. I'm not saying this is going to be easy, but I'll also use this as saying, like, oh, look at the... Fr- when he wins this group to, to, to kvetch... As my grandmother would say, Bubby, for us Jews, uh, would kvetch uh, about his draw. And Matthew Wolf, who the F knows? I actually think that... The, the, if the Wolf, triple bogeys don't matter? The, if the nines are, are well, free passes? Th- this is his first tournament back since injury. And he's, he was injured for like the back end of January, all of February. He tried to play through it in a concession. He was just like, I, I don't got it. So I'm assuming now that he's back, he's okay. I don't know. He seems like a good match play player to me. Again, the didn't hyper... He the, didn't he win the NCAA like match play? Yeah, that's all match play. Those fresh out of college guys know match play well. And Wolf is 100-1 to one in this tournament. 
Pat, if he's if those, he's right, like he is a and the, the volatile players get life here. Like we'd always joke with Phil. Like we'll make a joke, I'm sure, with Spieth, who's avoided the big numbers, but. When it goes against him, like we said, when I think having the conversation a week or two ago, now as it pertains to Jordan for the Ryder Cup, if he's showing life, like he's got to be a pick just because who gives a shit when he makes a triple? He'll just hit it to six feet on the next hole, or maybe 20 feet because he makes that putt. But, but um, yeah, the volatile guy that, that can ruin days with a triple that sucks in stroke play because then the announcer will go, well, like no one's ever won this tournament after making a triple. Uh, doesn't matter. You lost the hole. Yeah, and most guys don't even just hit it out to get the triple. They're just like, yeah. Yeah, pick um, it up. You win. We go the next year. I love it. I love this format. Oh, like you said, if Austin wants to pay the bucks to put up the infrastructure for cameras, oh, oh <laughs> man. The wolf path to this. So, I mean, Kisner's really the only short hitter who's won, although we say that short players can be competitive here. And they have been over time. Like, even when you look at someone like Norin and Kisner and Kucher, Louis pretty long off the tee, but, like, we had a DJ Rom finals, and all they did was just go bombs away all week. Rory has made the semifinals here. Uh, Day is not a short player, like, when he the year that he won, especially back then when it was Day running pure. Like, that was sort of the apex, and it was all downhill. I think it was after this tournament, wasn't it? Didn't he win the PGA the year before, and he went on, like, the five wins in seven weeks type run, and then he ended up winning this, and that was kind of the end of it? Yeah, it's all a blur, that first day win, that that, that second day match play win. You had to relive that that for me. That Wolf, if he's right, is kind of the type of, because his driver has been pathetic in 2021, but that is his one asset that is way better than everyone else, that if somehow, like, he's okay, and, like, the blisters are gone, the injury is gone, and he can drive the ball again... I think he can get hyper-aggressive off the tee here and have it pay real dividends. I agree. I'm not willing to and bet if we, on And if him. we're picking Bryson to go through, always pair him up. with Correlate him with Matthew Wolf yeah. on the other side. I'm not willing to go I'm there. I'm going Matthew Wolf. Fuck it. I'm going to bet him, too. I'm not willing to go there. I, I think he's going to... The, these three guys are playing... But they're all the same type-ish of player. Agreed. Wolf is the outlier skill set of these guys. But you get darted to death by these guys. I agree. And all three of them, there isn't like a, I'm trying to pick on but if it, somebody. But let's say it's a windy day, or it's like a wind-in-your-face day, and that length really comes in handy. In one of the first two days, like, Wolf is going to win. He didn't draw a totter English. Like, he drew... The better version of those guys. He drew those guys that are playing, like, really well right now. Kisner, Fitz, and Spieth, uh, their total combined finishes, you could argue Wolf is in as hard a spot as anybody to come out. because. So what you're saying is this group is actually harder. I'm making the joke. I know they're playing well, but I wanted Spieth to have to stare down a dragon. There's no dragons, so that makes it winnable to you also for Matthew Wolf. And Wolf has the longest odds in this group, too, which I found was really strange, considering he's almost the one seed. Can Matthew Wolf beat the Junior Boys collection at Under Armour? That's... The Fitzpatrick Spieth. You could clip that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what's that's what he's got to run over. The Under Armour Junior Boys clothing. I think if it leans distant skill set at this course and he can get hyper-aggressive and he can hit his driver well again, like he has for each of the past three years minus the past three months. And a lot of that probably had to do with injury. That's why we haven't seen him. We know that the putter can run hot. And one of the things that 
it's funny that Connors has become the most consistent player of all of these guys. He's just playing really well right now. But Spieth is still sort of a yo-yo. Either he has a really good round or like kind of a mediocre round. And Fitzpatrick's been exactly the same way. Yeah, but but Spieth can just dagger you. Like in sure, a match but yeah, play, but yeah, he... but if Spieth daggers you, he's shooting like sixty-three, and you're gonna lose. But if Spieth isn't shooting 63, he's shooting like 70. I'm picking Connors. I'm riding the curse. Uh, Connors, Kiz, that's one I really like. I'd look forward to that one. And uh, That's a fun one, actually. But even Wolf Kisner, that would be great. Wolf versus anybody in match play is exciting. Well, So I, I don't – I'm just not there. I like if, this is, if this is a tournament Bubba can win, I feel like Wolf can win it too. Listen, that is 100% accurate. Bubbo had a win like two months before, less than a month, like six weeks sure. before Great form he won out. here. I, I don't know enough about, well, I, I don't feel comfortable. I like in terms of like f- super flyers, the ones you've presented to me and Fratelli and Billy. I didn't even bet Billy. I like, uh, Sorry, uh, JT. Poston. Poston. I'm not even saying. Those ones right now um, would be my preferred... Wolf hasn't cracked them if I had to rank long shots I could be interested in. Super okay, longs. and it's funny because he has by far the most upside of any of those guys. Yeah, he does, <laughs> and he's a born freaking winner. Next group, the Cantlay group. This is an interesting little quad here. I agree, because Cantlay on paper is the overwhelming favorite. He's in good form. I guess he had bad players, but I just throw the players out. Yeah. It's stupid. You can use it however you want. Yeah, it, yeah he played well with the players. It. Good for it. Oh, and it was just the players. Don't yeah, worry about don't it. Don't worry. Missed the cut, right? You almost wish they missed the cut. He's 20 to 1 to win this outright, so I don't like the outright I bet on him. That's a bit short. You could shop that. What's the lowest you've seen? The best? Yeah. 33. Yeah, even at 30, I don't I'm saying, it. but now he's back to like a tier where... Um, I, I don't mind it. Uh, if you loved him at a Pete Dye track two weeks ago. Yeah, didn't work out. Didn't didn't work out, but you mentioned all his Pete Dye results. I think I don't mind the the 30 to 1 on Cantley is something I have thought about. Okay. Uh, so he's in with Hideki, Ortiz, and Harmon. The problem is with this group is that Ortiz and Harmon are awesome putters. And this is a perfect style course for them. Almost like Poston, where I don't think that they're going to win this event. Like, Harmon's advanced out of his pod here before as the four seed. Yeah, he lost to Bubba the year that Bubba won in the round of 16. So maybe it's, like, kind of geared up for lefties, too, because Phil's made it out of his group twice here hmm. uh, in the years that he's played. So I'm looking at Harmon to win this group. And Harmon's playing well right now. He's playing so well, he decided to even skip Honda. said, you know what? Playing through well. I'm going to get my... I got myself into the Masters, got myself into the match play. I don't know if he got himself into the Masters or not, but he got himself into the match play. Another good week here, and I think he's in the Masters. And Ortiz's putter is just electric, and it has been for 2021. That no matter how poorly he plays, he just saves himself with putts. And again, if it's a it's a Texas course, went to college in Texas. If it gets windy, he's good in the wind. It just seems like a really volatile group where you know that Cantley and Hideki are going to be awesome tee to green. You cannot make that case for Ortiz and Harmon, but you kind of know that their putters are going to show up on any given day, where you cannot say that about Cantley in Matsuyama. So I'm going to take Brian Harmon to win this group. I'm going to take Cantley to win this group, and I've thought about betting him outright. So he is 20 to 1. You can find him as high as, you said, 30 to 1? Yeah. The one thing I didn't like about Harmon were his odds. He's only 80 to 1. I thought he'd be like 125 or 150. The one thing I didn't like about anybody in this group was they got to stare down the bad guy. 
up next. Yeah. yeah. That's the one thing. But, but, but he but, hasn't been a great match play player. But, again, I will say this. I think anything's a great – as long as like, do you think this guy's a great bet? Well, I like him to – if I like him to win his pod, then I think it's a good outright bet because then you're standing at a, a standstill in one of 16 guys. Yeah, just go have – Four, three more good or four more good rounds, you win. So it's like, I don't know, like well, the win would be hard, but I do see him winning his pot. So at that point, like if I think you can win your pot, I can make a case that I, I could bet you. I even, I didn't come here without thinking about it. I thought about betting Cantley. I still am, uh, but I make it, I've had those thoughts knowing that I have to accept staring that down. Uh, next next through the gauntlet. So the other path to it, too. Now, we didn't pick this to happen, but let's say Cantlay comes through and let's say he has to play Reed in the second round or the round of 16. The quarterfinals, then he, on paper, you'd think, with the way that they're There's, playing, gets JT or Spieth, and that's not a great matchup either. Like, if the if the number one player wins. Or you get you draw, like, a Kisner-Louis Kuchar. Or you get to play Connors. I think for, I, I, th- I think that would be the optimal situation for no, Cantley but I'm saying I don't know. I think the winner of Reed Cantley could be sitting in a great spot because I think JT's road out it isn't that great, and I'll take on Spieth if I'm Reed or Cantley. Oh my God, Cantley Reed versus Spieth to start Reed versus the Spieth weekend. Would be amazing. Like I know the um, listen. They played. They played the final at the players. Spieth was up three, lost by four. I know it doesn't count, but if they got to play again, and Justin Reed has shown the stats in like their last five rounds, speed, Reed's beaten him by like twenty-five strokes. And we'll see uh, when they actually have to play head-to-head. See how it goes. Well, maybe they'll be partners again in the fall. Maybe that rekindle nice. that because Tiger stole. Uh, I was going to say Tiger stolen Justin, but Tigers. Tigers uh, the Patrick Reed group, this pa- group seven. You're going to tell me it's tough, but I don't care. I, I think it's super tough. Reed Neiman. Uh, Zadenhout and Bubba? Like, bu- Bubba is a four seed. I, I don't think the Bubba's going to win this year, obviously, but a he's group. a real terrifying four seed in this group. They're all pretty terrifying in their own right. Well, see, but I, I actually looked at Bazadenhout's odds because I was like, oh, perfect. Here's a like, that's why I looked into Poston and Fratelli and those guys because they were 150 to one. I was like, oh, Bazadenhout in this group is definitely going to be 150 to one. Now he's like 60 to one. But that's going to reset, man. It's not, I don't think so. Like at the players, he was 60 to one. It's going to reset the numbers, a lot of the books. Yeah, but they're not, but Reed is like the least credited in the odds of all of the one seeds. He's 25 to one or 30 to one. Yeah, okay, yeah, good point. And Uh, Bubba's going to get some respect because he's Bubba Watson. And he's won this event before. So you'd probably rather bet Neiman at like 50 or 60 than Bez at 66. Listen, nothing I saw, I mentioned it on Twitter last week, like during the tournament, that I've never seen a player chip themselves out of a tournament before. And that's what Neiman did. Like, it was shocking. It was a career worst around the green performance. The driving, one of the best in the field. The approaches, pretty good. Putted well all week. I don't see why I wouldn't go back to Neiman here. And he's 55, 50 or 55 to 1. I guess he's 40 to 1 at DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't like that 40 to 1 number. But catch him at 50 or higher? I mean, really, what separates him from answer except he's better T to green? Well, actually, he's better ball striking, not T to green. Because the, the, the chipping looked like he was fucking hobbling out there. And these are small greens. I, I, don't is, th- I don't think Reed is most definitely not a lock to come out of this. No, game. I don't. This is, if I had to pick. You're you do probably going to tell me I'm wrong or nuts. But if I had to pick a Sweet 16 matchup, but I was hyper-confident 
Um, like to me, one of Reed or Cantley is going to be playing through. I guess that would be the elite eight. Like I, to me, one of them is playing through. Okay, then you should just bet both of those guys to win. The I group. have I have thought about if it would even be possible or make sense, and maybe that's getting something when we get to picks. As to like how dumb would that be to bet both of them to win the tournament? Group betting. I can tell you. Sorry, this page is no longer available. Oh, excellent news. Did anyone's odds get adjusted since we've started the show? Neiman's fifty to one now. So what, what was he before? He was forty. He was forty here. I, I haven't looked at DraftKings Sportsbook. I just pulled up my app to see what's going on. But I don't know, they have they have the matches out for day one. Um, I'll take Neiman to win just because I like Neiman, but I'm not super tied to it i think this is a very tough group and if bezayden had won this group i wouldn't be super stunned yeah it's irons and putting and that's what this course demands i'll take patrick reed all right who i'm all reed in the 32 to 1 range is something i'm also considering an outright bet on because we are talking about winning the freaking thing yes uh the the outright odds on reed are actually pretty good yeah. as they always are yeah so, and you could buy in. I, I agree. The narrative's a little overblown. In like it's because of it's because of one one putt, one putt in <laughs> one match four fucking years ago that Reed is an amazing match play player. He's not a bad match play player, but people are treating him like he's fucking Ian Poulter, yeah, which he's I'd, not. I would take him for the putt from like ten feet for my life. There's few people, maybe old Jason Day, and maybe we can rekindle some of that. You get some good vibes going because he's in this <laughs> next group. <laughs> The Xander Shoffley group, group number six, Ooh. it's Shoffley, Scheffler, Day, and Andy Sullivan. I feel like Andy Sullivan's just I mean, watching him fucking win the tournament, but I'm going to cross him right off the list. Scheffler, it's in Texas, so that's always kind of terrifying with Scheffler. We know he's a good Texas player. Day, also a very good Texas player. I just think Day wins. Day's won at this tournament before. Tita Green at the players, he was amazing. He can't pot right now, and maybe that continues. But if it doesn't, and he continues to, like, with Day, we're never worried about the putting. We're worried about the consistency with the driving and the irons. But he's starting to do that on a consistent basis. The guy just can't make a three-foot fucking putt. Now, he won't have to make those this week, which is nice. Like, even when he lost to Billy Horschel in that playoff in Texas, he missed, like, a two-foot putt in the playoff the Byron Nelson, like, four years ago. But I like Jason Day. I have a bet on Jason Day to win this tournament at 50-1. to 1. The first thing I said to you when I walked in was that I was ready to fire on bets watching those those reveal pods come out and it all seemed real tough and i didn't make a single move but if jason day is gonna putt this week i think he can win because like i even said on my, a week ago pat he could have won the players if he putted he won't gain 10 strokes with approach like he was unconscious this is a guy that I know 20, uh, uh, two minutes ago, I said, if I could have anyone in the world make me a putt to save my life, it'd probably be Patrick Reed. But five years ago, that was Jason Day. And three years ago, you probably still would have made a case for Jason Day. And something's gone on. But I don't know, man. He's one of the great putters. I hope something clicks in like one practice session this week. That's all, putting, that's all putting really is for someone who has a baseline of being a good putter, at least in my mind. The, the dream scenario, the dream scenario, Pat, is, okay, uh, as I, to my acknowledgement of recollection, the schedule goes 
in terms of the pods, one will play four on Wednesday, one will play three on on Thursday, and one will play the two seed in the group on Friday. Okay. So day play is Sheffler, so Xander, Sheffler. Then Sullivan. In a dream scenario, almost like with a bracket buster, it's like you don't want a free pass because I want Jason playing a bit, but not too much. But like, go out and beat Scheffler on the seventeenth hole with like a twenty-five footer that runs pure. Walk it off, I'll be like, oh my god, we're gonna win this golf tournament. He's been good to us in the match. Play I need in the like past. one moment, like one moment can like flip the switch. Maybe it's as I, I did say before though, um, Xander to me maybe the match play is conducive um, for this and how he's sort of such a keeled. Like top ten at almost everything he does, and Scheffler's not a guy I want to pick on, but I am I am here for Jason Day. Are you surprised Scheffler has shorter odds than Day? I get that he's no. higher ranked in the world. That's I found that actually quite surprising for there, this event. People really people dig him. It's like Zalatoris. People dig him, and they're both good. Yeah, but I feel like here's the problem: that overrated. You get like on these trains when you like the guys, and they show up, and you like want to be on that first win, and then you're like still on a couple years later, <laughs> and you don't know how to get off. I've been there, friends. I've been there. Um, so day for both of us. Scheffler's dangerous, yeah. But day at fifty in a group where Xander's the man, and Xander can win. But I'm not afraid to watch Day stare him down. Let's go. Like it. The winner of the the Xander group, which we have day, will play the winner of the Rory group, group 11, Rory, Cam Smith, Lonto, and Poulter. So I have a, a choice to make here. Rory's 20 to 1 to win this tournament. Seen a 22. You seen a 22? Yeah. Okay. Is that like an auto for you? I feel I stupidly didn't bet the Justin Thomas auto the moment he got to 20. And I know it's a stupid line to think about that if a guy is 18 versus 20, what really is the difference if you think that he's going to win? But that's a big... When was the last time Rory was 22-1 to 1 to win a tournament? Yeah, he's finally drifting. And as I wanted to say to you, and almost said off-air, I was like, no, I don't want to waste this conversation. But like, I'm going to feel I like an idiot struggles... when Poulter beats him 5-4 and four, the first yeah, match. Of you, the... Feel like, you feel like you might get... I don't yeah. like the first match. Yeah. And it's fucking Ian Poulter yeah. is not playing well. Here's the thing. I would argue Rory's struggles are being like grossly overblown. The guy had like really quality rounds in a lot of really good tournaments to put himself in good positions and then didn't do what you wanted him to do on Sunday. I mean, Justin Thomas misses cuts two weeks in a row. Oh, he's cooked. Or he plays poorly at uh, concession, misses the cut at Riviera. Ah, no, no, no. Let's drift his odds to 20. Boom, wins the players. But I don't, I, I think Cam Smith is sneaky. I think Poulter's sneaky. I was going to say, I think Lonto is the sneaky one in this group. I'm tempted by Rory, but for me, it's Rory or Lonto coming out. I can't, I don't know. I really then I'm, taking, I'm taking Rory then. I really stared at that Rory number, though. And I probably won't bet Rory because I've bet Day. And I don't want to have two bets going head-to-head in the second round. (laughs) See, I've thought about that. I don't know that that should really stop. Like, so many things can happen. Oh, no, I agree. But I I don't make bets thinking, I mean, I know that I'm going to lose. No, I know. Like, I want a guy in each quadrant so I can have the perfect final four. I just give myself, it's not necessarily to have the perfect final four, but I think it was... Forget what year it was. It was the DJ Rom year, and I was able to hedge out of it because I had Tani Hara and Bill Haas, 
who both made it to the semifinals at huge odds, and they were huge dogs in that matchup, but I could just hedge out on both of them at, like, minus 150. Like, okay. whatever. Here's the thing. What were we talking about? Rory? Not taking the same guys in the same quadrants? Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes more sense on DraftKings than the betting market to do it that way, because you need the optimal yes, lineup on DraftKings. To win. And I concede that in the betting market that maybe that isn't the smartest right. strategy, but I also don't want to do that at the same time. If I could get... I mean, I'd love to be able to get two guys through to the final eight, and God forbid they're playing each other. Like, that would suck. Or maybe it'd be good, because then you're like, no, I have a live body on Sunday morning. Sure, maybe. you can spin it any way you want. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Just because I have thought about, um, in all my, like, card makeups, like, Cantley and Reed. And then, like, what about having both? Like, oh, they'd have to play each other. And it's like, does that matter? Should I care? Like, then I can get one. So I, I don't know. From the outright perspective, I'm not as drawn into that. I think the path is weirder. From DraftKings, you got to. you. If you don't make an effort to be perfect, then you're kind of failing. Yes, I agree. So I'm taking Rory to advance out of the group. That's my pick for the group. Give me Cameron. Okay. And then we have an all-Aussie match. Group number 14. Inspired by Matt Jones. Group number 14 is the Daniel Berger group coming off a WD with an injury. Rib injury at the Honda. It's Berger, English, Todd, and EVR. I think this is just a blind EVR play. Boom. Let's write him in. He's 150 to 1. I'll probably bet him too. I don't uh, know. For Telly going this way, EVR coming this way. This is the softest group. Yeah, especially uncertain what Berger's status that is. is. Like is. He, he's banged up with a rib injury. He's shown up to a WGC before, hit one shot, and withdrawn. <laughs> he's withdrawn from here after hitting that rock wall versus Phil. Oh, yeah. Um, Forgot about that. And English and Todd are just two guys whose world rankings are propped up by nothing lately. Put it that way. Yeah, sure. EVR um, is the second longest odd of anyone in this tournament at 175 to 1. Just get him out of the group and see what happens. And there's very little water to go into the middle of in this group or in this, on this course. No, That's he's a nice. volatile player that'll make like four birdies in a row and make a triple. So this kind of works, works for him. I'm, I'm like that. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I don't. I don't mind that call. I w- if Berger was healthy at the numbers that they've posted on him, that would have been a bet. If I like knew what I could get, because I've seen like thirty fives in the same sort of Hatton range. But I don't this- get why Hatton's because th- that number was available before the groupings came out. His thirty-five to one. I don't understand why he's thirty. Is it just because he's like playing quote unquote really badly right now? I don't know. Because the ball striking hasn't been bad. The putting with him, almost like Day, has been really bad. Where are we at with Burger? Where is Burger here? 33 to 1. Yeah, so, a healthy Burger, I eat that up. I mean, I would rather take, like, the number 8 player in the world in Tyrrell Hatton at oh, the same number. I would have both of them on the opposite sides because those guys... I'm a sucker for, like, the, the guys that I, in my head, believe are good at this. Like a Hatton, like a Burger, like a Reed. Guys that I, I just have as these nails Sunday guys. So those are the match play guys I, I do like. So the reason that I like Hatton so much, and maybe it's just all optics, but him at the Honda and even him at the players, like bad round one. If he has one of those rounds, he's going to lose his first day of matchup. He's going to be cooked and there's nothing really to speak of. But even if he's, remember McDowell used to be, and McDowell's an excellent player. It's like he's down three with seven holes left. It's like, oh God, McDowell's just going to keep grinding this guy and he's going to fucking come back. And he always did. 
I don't know whether it's you or someone else who I talk golf with, but like they despise the term like bulldog. It's but me. yeah, but uh, yeah, McDowell used to get that narrative. He's not going to go away. He's going to gnaw on you. But, but you saw like Hatton, and, and Hatton, Hatton grinded to make yeah. that cut at API. Yeah. He was out of the tournament and he grinded back to make the cut. And he fell one shot short at the players, missed that putt on 18. But still, like he gives it a like. There's no quit in him. Like he might have a bad round, but he's going to give it a go. Where some guys, I think, just give up, especially in match play. Like ah, I'll just get it tomorrow. I'll save the save the good shots for tomorrow. But Hatton always, while watching him play, feels like at least in his mind that he can make the comeback, even when he's yelling at himself or doing whatever. Feels like that too. Yeah. People that play with Phil, like, they have funny stories. Like, he just made a double two-hole. Like, he's grinding, like, thinking he can win the tournament. And you're like, just want to say Phil, man. Like <laughs> You're 11 back. Bro, like, can I show you the leaderboard? Like, <laughs> um, But that's a great mentality yeah, to have in this sort of form. I totally agree. I, did I make a pick there? No. I assume you're taking burger because you always take burger. Yeah, but I'm scared of the injury. But, yeah, I'll take burger. Okay. I'm taking EVR. Last group, group number three, the Rom group. Well, Rom, Palmer, Lowry, and Munoz. Normally, I think people would expect me to come on here and make the case for Munoz, but I'm not. I am just going to take John Rom. I might bet John Rom. Palmer is. Palmer and Rom always play well at the same places. They're buddies. Yeah, and they're they're teammates at the Zurich. Kind of, there's this whole thing. They've won about, the Zurich before. And I think the reason they became partners was because Rom's caddy lost a golf bet to Palmer's caddy that like caused them to have to team up. So it was like I, I could be wrong on that, but yeah, they are their buddies. That'll be a good walk. Uh, that will be the Friday match. But but. I said this a couple times. I watched that bracket reveal. There was nowhere I wanted to like jump in and make a move, uh, thinking, oh, this guy's got a great road or path. There was one guy, but he's chalk, and it's John Rom. So it's hot. like you got to really think about, like, do I want to do this? He's probably a DraftKings fade. But Take uh, Palmer instead. Sure. But I, uh, you asking me like to, well, we'll play the game. But I suspect uh, he's going quite far as we talk this thing out for Feinberg. This is a, I mean, just looking at it right now, having bet day already and just looking at who I have advancing here, Day, Rory, EVR, and Rom. <laughs> like, you just get Burger out of that group, then it's Day, Rory, Burger, and Rom. Like, well, listen, like, now I'm kind of scared because Day's got to beat Rory and Rom. No, no, he has to beat EVR and Rory. Day might have to beat Rory and Rom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, round of 16. Although I do like that you've identified how deep EVR is on the odds board with a totally wide open grouping that involves an injured one seed. Yes, Paul. I noticed that a certain uh, a certain outlet has him at uh, like 200 to 1. Oh, And uh, they have your boy Answer at 65 to 1. All right, yeah. see, better. That's why I haven't made the bets yet. I haven't shopped around yet to find the better numbers. Do you care for each ways here, or you just can make I, your no, own I do. hedges? I, I do care for each ways okay, here. Well, but what is the each that. way? It, it's to get to the semis. It's one fourth. Top four finish. Okay. So one of the things that I like about EVR is that it's almost sort of a hedge on my day bet. If I can get both them out, 
because they wouldn't play each other until the quarters where then one of them gets to the semis. And then I'm not sweating. It's not like I have a 20 to 1 versus a 20 to 1. I have a 50 to 1 versus a 200 to 1. It's I like, love, oh, okay. I'm not insulting you because I'll have a lot of fun things and I like where you're going. And that 200 to 1 on EVR sounds incredibly tempting with a very winnable pod. He can be the beer garden of the year. Yeah. Um, go out and make some putts, man. Um, but. It's fun to envision this, like, just, yeah, I could just get that day versus EVR match. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just lock, th- lock that in, and then we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, round of 16. So who do you, you have to say who you have and then who you're taking to move on. So just, we'll okay. just start at the top, and then I'll yeah. do, you go first, then I'll do mine, and then we'll just go down the list. I mean... You don't need to say I mean. You can just say who you have written DJ on the DJ beating Henley. All right. I'm going to go nah over Leishman. I'll have Hatton defeating Casey. I will also have Hatton defeating Casey. I'm going to have Afino Br- uh, defeating Bryson. I'm going to have Bryson defeating Fratelli. I'm going to have Answer beating Billy Hose. And I'll have Answer beating JT Poston. Okay, now you can lead off. This I'll go Wolf over Kisner. Connors over Kisner. Neiman over Harmon, which is a sneaky good matchup if my bracket comes through. Wolf versus Neiman, the second tier of the young elites, trying to win another WGC. Let's go. Okay, so what I was trying to say before and may have misspoke, but I am as confident of any, like, what do you call the two grouping things, whatever, that... One of Reed or Cantley will be playing in um, the semis, in the quarters, in the quarters. Uh, but for the purposes of the bracket, we're typing in Patty. I got Day over Rory. I've got uh, uh, the Aussie matchup. Day defeats Cam. And I will take Rom over EVR. Although we all know in reality that EVR is going to beat Rom. But. Yes. I will take Rom over Burger Time. Now it gets real personal. Quarterfinals? And betting. betting. My bets are really going to show as we yeah. try to make this pass. Well, I, I got rid of some of my bets yeah. along the way. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be realistic here. I'm not that realistic. Uh, Hatton over Nah. So I gave Hatton, like, once he got out of his group, you know, give him, a, give him sort of a layup quarterfinals matchup. So Hatton coming out of quadrant number one for me. Okay. Hatton clearly on freaking fire as he knocks out DJ. Okay. <laughs> the Mexican Allen Iverson in a shocking upset defeats Bryson DeChambeau in the quarterfinals of the match play. In an exciting match, <laughs> Abraham Answer defeats Tony Finau. Do we have the same Hatton answer? Yeah, but we won't be the same on the other side. Okay. But but I'm not this this makes sense. I'm gonna go Wolf over Neiman. Wow. On the other side. Listen, if Wolf's healthy, then I'm just riding Wolf. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh there's no I don't know where to stop. Once you think Patrick Reed's gonna be Patrick Reed in a in this format that he's clearly overrated by a narrative that might not exist by, you don't really know where to stop this train, Pat. So Patty Reed takes down good guy Canadian Connors in a uh yeah, to go to the final four. I'm gonna go day over Rom to get to the final four. I'm gonna say one up on nineteen holes for Jason well, Day. 
I might have just made my betting card because that's we, that, that's how I kind of <laughs> did it too. We like yeah, what a better way. We have got John Rom defeating Jason Day to go into the final four, semifinals and final four. I am going to go Hatton over Answer and Day over Wolf to give me a Hatton Day final, and I will take. Tyrrell Atten to be the WGC champion this year. So Hatton, and I will go answer over Wolf in the third third place match. Okay, I haven't thought about that. So this is where the ride ends, but John Rahm will beat Patrick Reed to advance to the finals, where he will take on Terrell Hatton, who will beat Abraham Answer, and I don't know where John Rahm Loses. So John Rom wins the WGC match play. A third place match. Jeez, this is tough. Because Reed would be nails, but that would, would be a Reed, tough one. Would Reed yeah, care about that's a third the thing. place match? Because we've seen these third place matches just go to the worst player. Because they yeah, care. But there's like <laughs> double rider cup points available in these things. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a difference between third and fourth. Okay, you're probably right. So in that case, you're right. It's always, I bet you history has been incredibly kind to the underdog in that third place game. Um, Which we have no basis. We are just pure speculation. That no, could be completely wrong. I know, you run it back though. It, it, it works. It works. Um, it works. So Did, did it, Noren beat JT that year? Of the Kisner Bubba year? I think he did. Did he? Oh, I think there he we did. go. That's all the information I need. I don't, but I'm I have not no even, idea if you I could be so wrong, and someone will correct me on the Twitter. Also, the Twitter, make sure you tell us. The, the tiebreaker rules? Yeah, and Pat, people are, we're going to get two answers. People are going to show us screen grabs from different years, because this was a fight before on the internet between golf guys. I just stay out and want the right answer. I'll just listen to Rick. Rick knows the answer to these questions. True. Or EP. EP yeah. will know for or, sure. Or Reed. Oh, yeah, Fowler, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be there this week. I, 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 did, we, I, did we talk about that Reed's doing live at coverage? A couple weeks ago. It's great. That's amazing. I love it. Um, one worry about Rom. There's a baby coming. It's supposed to be the Masters. I think this is a good event to avoid distraction. You're just sort of playing a man, man versus man, man versus nature, man versus himself. It's so beautiful. Answer wins the third place. Cool. All right. So bets for the match play. I have bet Tyrrell Atten at 35 to 1. I have bet Jason Day at 50 to 1. Hence my final. That'd be a nice final to go get. So the short list for the rest of them. Um, answer. Paul, you said 66 is available? Looks like a 65. It's that weird site. That oh, the, yeah. So, uh, so 66. Right. Uh, Wolf, or I 64. It's listed. So okay, 65. so 65. Yeah. Uh, so answer 65. Wolf, I mean, 100 minimum. I'm sure I can find a bigger number on Wolf than 100. Um, so I'll, those two I'll probably end up locking in, and then I'll probably go EVR, Fratelli, and Poston. Who was your other one? Yeah. Maybe I'll just bet Poston to win his group. I don't know, because I have him to face answer. But you know yeah. what? If I have answer, that's almost a hedge on an answer if answer can make it out and Poston makes it out. Then all of a sudden, I bet Poston at like 200 to 1. That, you know, whoever wins from there can move on to face Bryson, I suppose. But yeah, EVR, Fratelli, I'm most definitely going to bet probably with an each way or like a advances to semifinals type of bet. And then Poston, maybe. But answer and Wolf for sure. That's going to be my card. Keep it nice and easy. No one below 35. That means Webb Simpson's going to win this week. 
Because Tim's a big game hunter, I heard, according to him. Okay. Um, so my card, the bets that I have made, uh, Hatton at the 35, Answer at the 66. I, I got it. Reader Cantley, like, are just calling me. But it all depends, man. I don't know how I fill this out and not make a decision. I did, maybe I'll... You're going to hate what I'm about to say, but maybe do some John Rahm with some college basketball. Oh, fun times. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to parlay set seven single matchups of match play with a college basketball game. I don't want to bet a 14 to 1, but I don't want to lose a parlay either. Of course. Who would? Uh, the other bets I've made this week Sam Ryder, 40 to 1 in Putacana, oh. and Lucas Herbert, 70 to 1 with the each way in Putacana. I've also bet. Guido. I bet a Guido Hatton parlay, 13 bucks, pays 8,000 bucks. What's the biggest Guido number? I just saw 20, so I took it. Uh, 20 to 1 for Guido, and then John Catlin, 70 to 1 with a top five each way. I've bet Over that, in Kenya. I've bet that Lucas Herbert. I really, that, that catches my attention. Um, and I'll be into the bombs. I love the bombs you threw out there, and. Uh, I'm curious what uh, partner in crime Skyler Hoke is going to throw out. I think Harmon is a decent bomb, too, if you wanted to get him out. Like I said, I think lefties do have an advantage here. I just don't like his odds. Like He's not, mm. he's not a bomb by the betting odds. Like no I, want, I wanted him 125 to 1 plus, but he's 66 or something. I'll be wrong, but out of all due respect to the players in groups 7 and group 10, to me... One of Reed or Cantley is going to be playing um, through that that position. I mean, the odds on one seeds winning a group would indicate that that is not true. You are right, but I if you just in your mind that that rates out. If I could have, yeah, that that is like a yeah, and I'll be wrong, so don't worry about that. John Rom's only fourteen to one. Yeah, well, the good players tend to not have great odds. He's a good player with the with the path. I mean, it's a tough path. He has to beat Rory, Day, Xander. Like the only thing that's a bit easy for him is his group's kind of soft. In the group that he would have to play in the second round, I agree. So it's, then it's Saturday morning and John Rahm's alive. Like yeah. that's worth having him at fourteen to one. But I mean, for two points less, I mean, can you say the same thing about DJ? Where DJ has to beat Na McIntyre and Long, and then the best possible player he could play in the second round is Sungjae. Yeah, good road, too. I 100% can make the case. Um, One and done picks for the match play. As stated, Tim is taking Webb Simpson. I wanted to say something, but I don't know. You can say it. Go ahead. Are we not doing doing one and done picks now? One and done pick. No, I'll do it. Um, Uh, It's your pick because you had Sungjae last week. I don't know who I've used. Sounds like you should take Rom. Yeah, I'll take John Rom. (laughs) Since you have him winning, and I'm going to take Hatton because I have him winning. I would say the side Rom is on, the the one seeds are more fragile, like the super elite ones. Maybe. Like, I think there's, um, yeah, because I think Justin is an incredibly tough spot, and Rory, like, who knows, man. 
like you said, we're going to see that t- we could be here next week, like 20 F and two. They finally did it, Pat. We finally asked them to push him. We've been saying, why doesn't he get pushed? Why do they never drift him? Cause he's always there, but just doesn't win on Sunday. And then he, he makes a comment about chasing speed cause he's committed to getting better. And, um, then it's back. And, and then he's the favorite no, for the Masters. He was, and he was horrible at the players where, like, a lot of guys just got the shit kicked out of him. You even saw that de- self-deprecating Poulter, like, Insta post of him hatting and them, like, eating the great buffet, I'm sure. I'm checking out the buffet in the background, too. Looks like a nice hot table. The tournament is going to start, I believe, at 10.15 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday. The first match is Rory versus Poulter. Like I said, I'm only committed so far to Hatton and Day. I really do think that I'll play Answer Wolf and the Bombs like I talked about. But there is a scenario where I think about this a little bit more throughout the course of Tuesday, and I just go Hatton Day and Rory. Yeah. Hatton Day and Rory. For your bets. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, I, something just tells me, I look at Rory and I look at that number and be like, I'm going to feel like such a moron when he wins, and I didn't bet the 22 on Rory. On a match play, like, maybe that's... Okay, if you're betting Rory, you can, like, you'll be, like, wanting to make... You can make a case out of anything at this you point. You make a case for any player in yeah. this field. No, but I'm saying, like, okay, Except so for Rory, JT Post. So for Rory, Rory, like, okay, the wind wrote, man, what about the wind wrote, all this talk? I'm like, okay, but maybe, like, match plays the... Sort of like I said for Xander. Maybe it's just like it simplifies things so much, and he's such a high-talent player. No, just beat the guy in front of me. Don't, like, feel the pressure of a leaderboard and, like, 50 other guys scoring holes competitively against me at that moment. No, it's just me versus you, and I got to win a goddamn trophy finally. Like, I... I, I, There's a tiebreaker in the bracket. Total birdies in the championship matchup. I don't know the answer. You bet you're betting EVR? Already been done. Yeah, Already I, done? Okay. I like no, you you presented some great the long shots you presented out of winnable pods where you're not even like, okay, I obviously understand EVR's an underdog to burger. That like But okay, in in a head to head, is EVR an underdog to Todd? I, I don't no, I would say no. I have no <laughs> like, idea. I think they I think they play day one, don't they? No, they don't. I mean, EVR at 200 in a pod where the favorite could likely pull, like, hit could a withdraw? shot and leave. Yeah, and an the other guys. Value. Like, that first round matchup is Berger minus 125, EVR plus 150. For a four, yeah, he drew the best, as a four seed, like, we talk about guys who drew the best spots as, like, favorites. As a four seed, no one drew a better pod than EVR. Except for speed. <laughs> No, I would argue this is easier. There's not the current form here. I mean, Berger's amazing, but the injury question. Yeah. So Sp- yeah at least S- Spieth is favored in his matchup over Fitzpatrick on day Spieth one. Spieth is a four seed chucking in a 25 to one outright. <laughs> and he drew no, no dragons. If that's gonna He's be- the shortest price in his... That that's gonna be a really interesting DraftKings, what are you talking DraftKings. about? DraftKings. Like, do you think that people overload on Spieth? Because he's probably gonna end up being a weird value because he's going to be so high in the betting market. But then you look at his pot like, yeah, you can win that pot. Okay. Do you know that? That's I, why I like Wolf. Like, yeah. I think Wolf is a good DraftKings play from that. I don't know whether this is a symbol of public sentiment, but it's a small, like incredibly tiny one. I was subjected to watching some of that show today on like the live stream on the Twitter or the Periscope. So people's comments were like coming through. Who are you, Tim the? 
the Periscope? I and there was so much like Jordan go like well before his group like Jordan what about Jordan go Spieth people love Spieth from man. like Ellen Roseburg Spieth is not cheap on DraftKings oh are his DraftKings pricing out now yeah he's ninety three hundred oh okay never mind then well, yeah, what's EVR sixty four <laughs> there we go that probably correlates with his um, his odds with yeah his Hat- odds. Hatton's eighty six like to put that in perspective yeah but I think people are pissed off at at Hatton, because he's been shit for, like, three tournaments. True, I'm kind of angry at him. Yeah, so it's okay, though. I was angry at Matt Jones. I didn't bet him this week, so he'll win. Good Remember we made a Matt guys. Jones joke on Monday? On yeah, last we Monday? just talked about, yeah, if, the condition, if it plays hard, that's perfect for Matt Jones. Like, fuck Matt Jones. He keeps fucking me over. He wins. Just how it goes, Jeff. Playing the Pat Mayo Experience, DraftKings open. Now that the pricing is out, link is in the description of this video and podcast. $15 to play. Three max entry, no rake, the best tournament on DraftKings. And if this doesn't fill quickly, it won't fill because this tournament starts on Wednesday. But we probably won't get the supersized tournament for the Masters, which everyone always seems to enjoy. So fucking go fill it. All right. I've made an alteration to my bracket. Okay. I'll print off a new bracket afterwards and we can fill them out so it's not. No, this is easy to read. I want people to see it. Yeah, they can see what I'm doing. You can white balance this right here. There's like weird question marks on it. Yeah, I'm just doodling and I'm talking to myself. I've now bumped up here. But can I show you the change I I made? I don't know what this part is right here. That just looks like a scribbles worth of names. That's just ROM excitement. (laughs) Can you guess the change I made by looking at that? Uh, I didn't actually. A pod change? Oh, you're going with Fleetwood to win the Bryson group. I crossed out Bryson and put in Fleetwood. Perfect. (laughs) It's a very sensible play from you, sir. You know why? Because he's my bracket, and do you know how much I would love to watch Fleetwood play play uh, Finau? That's like a Feinberg match. That is, yeah, yeah. Listen, you're filling out of it's like doing the NCAA tournament. You're gonna be so wrong with most of these picks. Yeah, of course. Paul, somebody in the chat is saying that Fratelli and Wiesberger both withdrew. What? But. If this is fake news, you oh, may, it, you oh, may oh, have I, to I will try to verify that right now. You get the ban for life. Ready? I'm, I'm looking up the last name for Telly. I don't see anything. But, I mean, I don't know who to look for or how to look it up. Uh, I just typed in for Telly into Twitter. And no. What about Wiesberger? Wiesberger? Oh, this guy's in big trouble. You don't do that. He goes, betting also suspended Fitzpatrick. I think Milo, this guy Milo's Kick back. him out of the chat and ban him for he life. And here, news. quickly quickly to me, not only are you banned for life, you can go fuck yourself too. Fuck off. Get out of the chat. <laughs> Unless Fake right. news. Unless he's right. but Yeah, and then we can reinstate him. Yeah. Well, can we? Sure. <laughs> Why not? I don't, I don't see any news on this. Does he have a source? I asked you know him what? in the chat. I said, who is reporting this? Now he's talking about Fitzpatrick. You know what, Milo, Zach? We you need sources, pal. Yeah, you get the fuck out of here. Banned for life. <laughs> Never want to hear from you again. Go fuck yourself. Guys would have withdrawn. No, no, no. It doesn't work like no, this. No, he's thrown us off track. He's done what he wanted to do. He derailed the show. So no more attention paid to that. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to get yourself 20% off. Hopefully, Moose has figured this up a little bit. 
to try to get the generator right. I'll be doing a DraftKings show with Jeff Ulrich. So that's the week of the Jeffs here on the show. And go back and check out yesterday's show with Jeff Feinberg and Tim Andercast about those collectibles. That was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. We need to get in on this. It's not available in Canada, as I found out. But the collectible app. Code FTN to tell them we sent you. If you're in America and you want to buy some high-end collectibles but don't have all the money to shell out for like $300,000, if you want to spend like 100 bucks, you can go do that. And uh, get yourself a piece, some pretty nice memorabilia. I'll post our brackets on Twitter afterwards. I'll get you to fill out a new one that's like readable. No, I think you should post that. Okay, I'll post that one. I'll fill out a new one with mine because it has time codes all over it. What do those numbers mean? Rate and review the Pat Mayo Experience podcast. I got some giveaways coming up very soon. I will tell you how to do that very soon as well. It's a brand new thing that you're going to have to do to help me out a little bit. I mentioned Fantasy National, playing the Listener's League link. Smash the like. And give me your dream matchup in the comment section, okay? I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience! For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.